Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. This should be a weekend of all of us smiling, of all of us being excited. It yeah. was the first Browns win of the 2021 season, and they did it in ultimate style. Did everyone Let's, expect this win? It was inevitable. Oh. There's no way they were losing this game. Bob? Oh, she might have. Sorry. Uh, I wasn't surprised about the outcome. And Jake, uh, Actually, I think we're gonna get. Wait, I, I I finally have your name down now. It, it's Doctor Do Not Dog, right? Because he do not take the refrigerator no. out of the house. No, 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 no. It's Doctor Douche. <laughs> I thought it was Doctor Dick. <laughs> That's me, Whichever man. Whichever one. No, yeah, yeah. We've got Doctor Dick, and we've Sorry. got Doctor Douche. Right hey, next to him. Anything that has to be. So, oh, Jesus. Is that getting cut? <laughs> I'm, I'm to the point of where I just press the explicit and leave it all in. <laughs> so, uh, to answer your question, um, yeah, it, like, like Burley said, it was inevitable that the Browns were going to win. I'm sure we're going to get more into this game, and uh, I'll get more into it. So, you can just move on. Yeah, the Browns. We all knew it, it. It was actually a very exciting weekend, I thought. Uh, the the games Historic. that I got to see I were were incredibly good. Uh, the game last night, the Monday or the Sunday night game. Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> what the I sat back and I was like, Lamar Jackson, he stinks, he stinks, he stinks. And all of a sudden he pulls out a win on the toughest team in the AFC. Besides the Cleveland Browns, who whose defense is one of the worst in the league, that game was more about Lamar Jackson completing, uh, completing the game. Uh, we we had this talk a couple of weeks ago about Baker Mayfield needing to finish the game. He needs to finish the game. Lamar Jackson figured that out. 
uh, and their defense coming up with coming up with that that fumble recovery at the end that was just that was bonus. That they played they played a good game. It changes my mind slightly on on how Baltimore is going to play this year. Uh, did you see the game last night, Oshimada? Yes. What did you think? Well, to 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 to, to Ryan, yeah, Kansas City's defense is putrid, to say the least. Um, Baltimore plays the way Baltimore plays, and that's the way they're going to play. That's the only way they can play. And unless you have some hybrid linebackers or safeties, it's going to be hard to stop him. How about you, uh, Burley? You always have to have a spy on the Mark Jackson. You have to. Everybody was raving about this Ravens defense. Oh, the Ravens defense, Ravens defense. Well, guess what? They've given up 896 yards through two games. That's second worst in the National Football League. Behind, guess who? The Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So the Chiefs and the Ravens have given up the most yards anybody in the National Football League, the worst. They are third and fourth worst giving up points to opposing offenses. The Ravens have given up 68, and the Chiefs have given up 65. Their defenses are in trouble. Before I get to you, Dr. Doggin, and I, I can see it in your face. You've got something to say. I'm, I, I want to say this because I, I actually listened to a podcast driving down to Houston on Friday. And the podcast I was listening to kept, kept saying the same thing over and over again. Defense wins the game. Defense wins the game. And I have always been kind of opposite of that. The offense wins the game. The offense is the one that's going to put the points up on the board. You have to score to win. You have to have points on the board to win, which means that the offense is honestly more important than the defense. Now, the strong defense, Kansas City and Baltimore just proved over the past two weeks that a strong offense is a hell of a lot more dangerous than a strong defense. I think you need an average in both of them to actually go all the way. It's going to be interesting to watch because Kansas City had the same problem last year and they lost the Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl last year because of defense, not because of no. office. They were able to put points up on the board. I think they lost the Super Bowl because there was a guy named Tom Brady on the uh, other side of the field. I think that's why they lost the Super Bowl. But the Ravens. The Ravens are Clyde Edwards Elaire holding on to the football at the 32 yard line away from being 0 and 2. Let that sink in. Wait a minute. Kansas City lost the Super Bowl because they had no offensive line. They didn't even score a touchdown. You see it how you see it. I see it as Tom Brady yeah. was on the opposite side of the field. Oh, that, and that's that, why yeah, they we'll didn't win. It's always going to be because of Tom Brady. I already know that. Yeah, it's it's. I, I see what Bob is saying, but I think you're you're taking things a little too literally in in what I'm saying. I'm saying that a team with a good offense can win any against anyone. Oh yeah, I agree. 
And that's why the Chiefs are so dangerous because, and that's why the Chiefs will be relevant. And that's why the Chiefs will be in the playoffs. And that's why the Chiefs are always going to be a threat because they have the best quarterback. They have the best tight end. They have one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver. And they have one of the best head coaches. So that all being said, and you throw it all in together, that is just a recipe for success. What so do you even think? if you don't have a good defense, they're going to win a lot of shootouts. Give it to me, Dr. Dog. Tell me what you would think. What you think uh, about, am I right or am I wrong? Strong offense, much more important than the strong defense. You know, uh, I was always taught growing up that uh, – the, the offense wins games and the defense wins championships. Um, I think that very, very wise man told me that. Um, I mean, both offenses came out, performed very well. And just like Burley said, these are the top two defenses giving up the most yards. And that's a problem on their hands. Uh, more, more Baltimore than Kansas city because Baltimore doesn't really have that explosive defense that, uh, uh, or explosive offense, excuse me, than Kansas City does. Kansas City's got Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde edwards helaire Like he, like they, they've got multiple threats on the offensive side. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens, they got Lamar Jackson, you know, and he had a great outing. You can't rag on his outing. He had what two rushing touchdowns, one throwing, uh, eighteen for twenty-six, two forty yards. He did. He did throw two picks, but. Patrick Mahomes came out and did Patrick Mahomes things. 24 for 31, what, 345 yards, uh, three touchdowns, one pick. Like, you know, they, the, the defense lost that game. So, like, yeah, offense wins games, defense wins championships. But in Kansas City's case. It, it wasn't could, Tampa Bay's defense that won the championship for them. It was I mean, they break. played outstanding. They, I mean, the really? defense don't take any credit away from the defense. The defense played outstanding. They they uh, wouldn't have been there without Tom Brady. I'm not saying they wouldn't have, but what I'm saying is I just got done saying that the Kansas City Chiefs offense is more explosive so they can, they can allow their defense to not be top-notch rather than the Ravens. The Ravens, they need their defense to be hardcore solid. They are in deep trouble. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're just they, – I think they're just fine. They need their defense to step it up a little. But I think they're just – they're just fine. They're just fine. So uh, let me let me ask you this, Jake. Are Is Kansas City – or is Baltimore in more trouble than Pittsburgh? Mm, give me a couple more games to figure that out. Give me a couple more games to figure that out. Oh, oh, Pittsburgh's in way more trouble. They, they, they haven't done anything to fix blocking for the run. I mean, we're, they're, I think, second to last in the first two weeks in rushing. But Najee Harris had, what, 45 yards? They, 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 Baltimore is – I don't see Baltimore, like, in trouble at all. I mean, they're an explosive offense. They just do it differently than Kansas City. Okay. It's not Lamar Jackson or Bust. They do have guys on that team that can play football. How about you, Burley? The Ravens, I don't have them making the playoffs. Personally, <clears throat> personally, I don't think that they are better than the Browns. I don't think they're better than 
the Bills. I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. I don't think they're better than the Steelers. Can I, can I creep in for one second? Yes. I think the difference is right now in why Baltimore, I didn't have them as a playoff team, but after last night, I mean, I'm not going to judge one game on the rest of the season, but Pittsburgh and Baltimore have proven one thing that the Browns haven't proved yet. And can they go down and win a game at the end? I mean, they've done it a, a couple of times in the last two years, but when it really mattered, when they got the ball last, they didn't do anything with it. That's the tr- that is the problem with the Browns over Ben Roethlisberger's doing. Yeah, he's not the same guy. We know that. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to make the playoffs, but Lamar Jackson has proven time and time again, and he just proved it again that he can get the ball last and go down and do what he's got to do. And Baker's got to start doing that. I'm not saying he can't, but he's, he needs to start doing it. Well, now that you've brought up Baker, why don't we uh, go into depth here on this Cleveland Browns game? Uh, Baker actually came out of the gate looking pretty strong there. Uh, That's just a I, dumb I move trying to tackle somebody. That's just idiotic as a quarterback. I think he finished stronger. He definitely finished stronger. Can- are, are we? Are we seriously – gonna try at all to sit here and slander baker mayfield i don't think anyone's slandering i said it was a dumb move trying to tackle somebody after an interception he's your friend it was no no no. okay i misunderstood you i'm sorry i misunderstood what you said it was a dumb move for him to go after that um the defensive back linebacker whoever picked off that ball i don't advise any of our key guys our key weapons i don't want nick chubb doing that i don't want i mean that's how odell got a season-ending injury last year. I don't want that to happen. Um, he's lucky. But yeah, he, he's, a, he's, he's the toughest guy on the field. I knew he sprinted into the locker room. I said, I hope he back. He'll be right. he'll be right back out. He'll be right back out. I don't even know if Case Keenum picked up a football. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, it just took me a second to bring the box score up um so with this game uh we saw jarvis landry uh <laughs> exit in the first quarter i didn't i didn't i didn't even get to my seat yet i didn't even get to my seat yet and 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 i hear everyone saying oh jarvis is hurt jarvis is hurt i got text going jarvis is hurt like what but yeah yeah, yeah. Place was uh, a madhouse. That place was a madhouse. Took forever to get to the seat. Took about it took about an hour, a little over an hour to walk from the parking lot to our seat. That's a well, it's kind of it's kind of to be expected. This is first year or first game back with full capacity. Was the place packed? <sighs> I mean this oh my gosh. This is the most this this was the most anticipated Browns game since the return of 99. That's uh the most anticipated Browns home game since the return of 99. There's and I mean there's no how could you argue it? I don't yeah. know. Like, here, we, 
that year we had with Jeff Garcia was pretty exciting. Give me a break, dude. <laughs> this is the first time since returning in 99 that the Cleveland Browns are A, expected to be good, and B, don't have to deal with COVID issues so we can sell out the whole joint. We, uh, we, we saw – we saw the Browns in the first half of the game. I, I was, I was a little bit nervous here and there. They, they came, they came back out with the vengeance. Uh, Nick Chubb only ran for 95 yards. Uh, I think the stat that I liked though, was the fact that him and Kareem both put together. I mean, that, that that's 155 yards with 24, 24 carries that, they they ran the ball the way that they were supposed to, and, and they they really didn't. I mean, after after what going into the second quarter, the game was tied, so they didn't really have the luxury of a lead, and still ran the ball correctly. Uh, you you got to give credit to the rookie Felton as well. That man was rushing the ball like he like he's been in the league for four or five years. He looked great out there. Well, I, I, I was going to say that Austin Hooper. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, he, he made his presence pretty well known in this game. Uh, I saw a lot of, a lot of positives in this game. Uh, Austin Hooper, uh, five receptions for 40 yards. But the, the fact is, is that he was targeted five times. He caught every ball. But I mean, I don't think we had any drop passes. Well, he only had one incompletion outside of the interception. Yeah, no. He's, no. he's had nine incompletions through two games. Nine. Nine. Yeah, I mean, nine. Nine. You, you say nine? Nine. Are you, one, are you sure it was nine? All right, so he's so. 40 for 49 throwing the football, the most efficient quarterback in the league. And one of them against, was against the Chiefs. Malcolm Smith. Okay, Anyone so. Anyone upset with Mr. Malcolm? That was a heck of an interception he had. It is what it is. I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, Schwartz stopped his route, but still. Yeah, but no, hey. Yesterday, yesterday he was 19 for 21 in week one. He was 28 or 21 for 28. He's been asked, he's been asked to throw the ball just 49 times. He's only thrown one touchdown, yet the Browns have scored 60 points. What's that tell you? Anyone uh, surprised about the, let's start with, Dr. Dog here, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Do you think oh, this man. was his last game? Honestly? Um, no, not his last game. Um, but he, 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 he got the butterflies in his stomach and don't get me wrong. He actually, he performed, he performed, uh, not half bad. I wish we got that Tyrod Taylor when he was in Cleveland, but, uh, he didn't, he didn't do half bad, but yeah, uh, didn't want to come out the second half because he knew exactly what, what, what was going to happen. What was it? A, a, a hamstring? <laughs> My hammy, my hammy, my hamstring. Yeah, get get out of here, get out of here. No way. Oh, she might. uh, Do you think that Tyrod's uh, injury was real, or 
induced oh, by the color of orange. He definitely pulled up. There, there's no doubt about it. I, but I, I also will say, and I'll get pushback, but I don't really care. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give any crap to the defense right now. I got to see five games because they have nine brand new starters. They got Grant Delpit coming back to never play a snap. You got Greedy Williams coming back played like four minutes of a first quarter two years ago. And I'm sorry. We have all these new guys, so they got I got to give them five weeks. But that being said, the defense didn't look good. And if Tyrod Taylor had stayed in that game, I'm not saying I'm not sure we're talking about the same outcome. Jeez. The defense. Listen, Am I not allowed to okay. have my opinion without being a hater? No, listen, listen. You're not a hater. I'm not calling you a hater. But what I'm saying <laughs> is you need to lay off, okay? The defense gave up 21 points. Seven of those came with about five minutes to go in the game when Joe Woods was clearly playing a, a not – they, they were he was giving a lot of cushion to the Texans, okay? He wasn't saying here, just score. They weren't trying to let them score. That's not what I'm saying, but they weren't trying to press them. They weren't playing the standard defense. So other than take that touchdown away, they gave up two touchdowns, 14 points to the Texans. Not not too shabby. It's not terrible. It's what not, about you, not, Dr. Dog? I see you. And you said something about Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit had a hell of a game yesterday. Yeah. All I said was hey. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Dr. Dog, come oh on. Give it to me. Guys, you got you guys got to play the rules right. You got to raise the hand. Come on. See? See how that works? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Scoot. Uh, I got two. You raise the hand, you get called on. I got two. I got two things to say. One I want to say is, man, oh, man, that guy, Grant, uh, oh, Grant Delpit, We've only been waiting a year and a game to finally see him. He was my favorite player at LSU. And it was his first game in the dog pound. Oh, my goodness. I I heard that name everywhere. That that safety got a sack. He got five tackles. This guy is ready to play football. This guy is an absolute stud. First game in his home turf, and he performs like that oh he's going to be a problem for this league give him a year of experience and he's going to be a huge problem second thing i want to say uh, i noticed there was a window to uh my left i'm looking at the looking out the window and seeing some buildings um what do you know what city we're in i don't i can't i can't tell what that is on that note uh do you have a response for that oshimaida <laughs> yeah i, I all, my point was is you got nine brand new starters and two guys coming off of injuries that they have not even seen yet. So it's going to take about five weeks for the defense to get it totally together. After that, then we'll see. I'm not going to criticize the defense. Totally. I mean, but it's going to take some time. I mean, I, I was totally fine with the offense. The Browns are going to play a game like that probably five times this year where Baker only throws the ball 20 times, gets 200 yards, and then they just run, 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 run. And, I mean, yeah, he's completing 81% of his passes through two weeks, which is by far the lead in the NFL. And, you know, Nick Chubb only had 95 yards, but he only did it on 11 carries. That's eight yards a carry. Almost nine. Yeah. And their offensive line is just just amazing. I mean, Baker did – he, he, he was under pressure in the first half a little bit, 
but not in the second half. Would, would Lamar Jackson have a different, different, uh, how, how do, how do I say this in a way? Would it, would he have a different season with this offensive line? With the Browns offensive line? Yeah. I mean, I don't think Baltimore's offensive line is bad, but I'm sure he would. I'm glad we don't play well, Baltimore later in the year because right now he'd run for 300 yards against our defense. And that's something to think about. I've never looked at it that way. I've never looked at it that way. It's, if, it, if Lamar, if you put, if you swapped Baker and Lamar, I think the Browns might be unstoppable. Hang on, a because second, you're guys. not because guys too loud. You're mixing. You would be mixing not only hey, the best offensive line in the last two years. Hang, hang on a second, because uh, I got my ears in. I, oh, I guess I was talking loud. Um, hang on a second, guys. Did you pull that pork? Yeah, like an hour ago. Have it pulled pork? Not good. I guess I don't know. Did you try it? I was waiting on you. Don't don't wait on me. I've got. I've got oh, another yeah, hour with these guys. Us. Yeah, wait on us. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> wait for us. Don't have the pulled pork right. yet. Who's talking, Burnley? Yeah. Um, before we started talking about the pulled pork, I was saying, um, I don't know what the hell I was saying. God, I don't know, but I got pulled pork on my mind now. All right. What do we, what was I saying? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know what I was saying was when you guys come down to golf, I'll, I'll smoke another pulled pork. Maybe I'll do a brisket. I don't know. We'll do so. Anyways, <laughs> we were talking about switching the offensive or switching Tyrod Taylor yes. or if not you Tyron. switch if you switch Lamar and Baker Mayfield not saying that Lamar is better than Baker because I think Baker is going to be have a better career than Lamar Jackson when it's all said and done but if you swap them right now this year I think that the Browns if you paired the best offensive line in the last five to ten years you have the Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt in the best running game in the National Football League as it stands already. You want to add Lamar Jackson to that mix, man? Oh man, that would be that would be unstoppable. That would be unstoppable, and it would be perfect for the receivers as well because Odell and Jarvis are best used in the slot. They don't. We don't need to go deep downfield so much. So Lamar is going to be perfect. Which brings up my next point. Odell Beckham Jr. What do we think's going on? Another weekend on the sidelines, not even padded up, nothing. So you can, you, it looks like you're wanting to say something, Jake. Go ahead. Uh, well, I don't know I'm if not- Jake has anything good to say with the emoji he just sent me. I it's it's not that it's not that it's not good, but it, 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 I understand what they're doing there. It's not Odell's decision to sit out. It's the coaching staff. It's the coach's decision to uh, not throw him out there when he's not 100 percent. And that's perfectly fine. I don't I, I you know, it's the first two games of the season. We are expected to make the playoffs. You know, why throw something out there? That's not 100 percent. I totally get that. I do. 
My problem is, is Odell told us, and uh, I don't want to say personally Kevin Stefanski, but the, the Browns organization told us that uh, he was going to be ready to go week one. He was all ready. And all of a sudden, I, what was it, 24 hours before that game started, and boom, we don't have our top receiver. Like, what? And, and then not to mention, we, we – okay, we lose. That's fine. All right, we get everybody back next week. We're good. We even got uh, 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 the rookie back. The, 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 I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Dredrick Wills. We got him back this, uh, this last game. We're going to get Odell. We're going to get everybody back. <clears throat> no. Week two comes along. He's not ready. Like, that's fine. But, like, why was there so much talk in preseason that he was good to go? He was ready week one. And then just week three, we're hoping to get him. Bob, what do you think uh, is going uh, on with Odell Beckham Jr.? I mean, ultimately, I, I think that it's it's ultimately between him and the trainers and then the coaching staff just going to follow whatever they say. But it's going to be a little concerning now because now Landry's going to be gone for a few weeks. And I know that was yesterday, but literally – Mayfield threw the ball to a wide receiver four times yesterday. Completed three. And one was intercepted. That's a good that's a four good stat. Targets to wide. You're not gonna be able to play run and throw to the tight ends out of the backfield for very long because teams are gonna figure that out when you ain't don't have a threat downfield. And as much as Anthony Schwartz and Donald's People Jones and, and, and Higgins can make those plays. They're not the number one caliber receivers. That's why they are so productive because the focus is always put on Landry or Odell Beckham Jr. or somebody else. Early. Chicago could be a tough game if we don't have any wide receivers. Hey, Burley. Can I? Can you what? Can I add on to that amazing stat? Just real quick, what what you said, Oshimaya? That four targets to receivers. That was an amazing stat. I'm going to add on to that. One of those targets to his receivers was Donovan Peoples-Jones, my guy who I love. And he fumbled the ball. Okay. That was his only, that was his only catch. So, Burley, do you think that um, not having Odell Beckham Jr. in the lineup on Sunday kind of detracted from the Cleveland Browns game? And how, how so? Do you think that maybe if he was in the lineup, maybe the score would have been different, like us 48 <laughs> instead of where we ended up? I Do mean, think- I don't want to – I don't know that Odell is is responsible for, uh, you know, 14 points a game or whatever like that. But, yeah, he's definitely an impact. He's He's – anybody who says that the Browns are better without Odell Beckham Jr. is just absolutely insane when they say that because they – I mean, how could you possibly be better with with how could you be better without a top receiver in the National Football League? He's one of the fastest receivers. He's got the best hands in the league. I, he's one of the most agile receivers and quick speed, everything. He's got everything, all the intangibles. I mean, I just don't understand how you could be less productive with him being or be more productive with him being out i guess and people say well look at last year the browns were better without him no i don't think that i think that it just so happened that he got injured the same time the rookie head coach and 
first year under that offense, Baker Mayfield found themselves. I think they found their footing the same time Odell got hurt. And I don't think that's, I think that's just a coincidence. I don't think that's because Odell was hurt. Okay. Uh, Here's my take on this. And, and I think, think somebody's going to get upset with something that I say here. I'm tired of, I'm tired of injuries. I mean, it's been three years of injuries left and right. Not, not just Odell. I'm talking about everyone. It's this game's gotten either. It's either gotten more brutal as we've gotten older uh, or the players have gotten uh, just not as tough as what they used to be. Uh, (laughs) With that, I, I I want, I, I mean, I, we actually have players that were on our roster for two years and never played a game. I think, I, I think these are problems that, that are, are things that, that we can come through with, but the Odell Beckham thing, I think we would have won this game 52 to, to 21. If he would have been in there, uh, we, we were without, two now two of our best wide receivers odell beckham and jarvis landry you know i i don't know how much depth you can build into a team but if if all of your top players get hurt we're not gonna make it go ask kansas city that and that's why i'm leaning more towards what you're saying that as we get older the league's getting more brutal i think that's the case because I went to the game yesterday. I know this isn't. I know it's just not this specific team. It's it's like this all league round. But like there was people going down left and right for the Houston for the Houston Texans. I mean, we like, lost we lost four four quarterbacks this weekend. If you, yeah. four got if you count Baker that left for a minute, that five got technically knocked out for at least a a play. There was Texans all over the field yesterday. Yeah, it, I, well, not just Tex. I mean. There were, yeah, there were Texans laying all over the field throughout the entire day. I, I have never seen so many injuries. I, I think every almost it seemed so frequent that the uh, a Houston Texan would be on the ground, and I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, again, again." Yeah, and man, I, I don't know. I, I look at the injuries that these guys are getting, and. I understand the helmet to helmet contact rules and stuff like that. But if people are afraid to tackle up higher, they're going to start aiming for the knees. How many ACL and MCL injuries have we seen in the past four years? Ever since they started putting these rules in where you have to tackle around the knees. I mean, these, these people may as well just start putting 30, $40,000 away every year and having that ligament reattached. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, this all comes back to, I am, I'm tired of seeing people getting hurt because rules have been made that force you to attack a certain part of the body. You know, I, I, I (laughs) understand. I mean, do, do you think Burley? I'm going to ask you first. Do you think that these 
helmet to helmet rules are making a difference in football. I mean, I don't think we saw too many helmet to helmets to begin with. I don't, I mean, there wasn't too many incidences where people were getting targeted and and thrown or getting called for targeting and getting thrown out of the game. It didn't happen, you know, a whole lot on the professional level, the, 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 the NCAA level. I saw it all, all, all Saturday long, but the national football league, I mean, I don't know. I don't see it so much, but I guess I understand it because you don't want to take action after it's too late. So I get it, but we've been playing this, this sport for so long. And I mean, I, I, I do, I see what you're saying. And it's an excellent point about the, ever since they started, you know, saying, Hey, don't go so high. You got to start uh, going low, go low. A lot more knee injuries. Uh, what about you, Oshimaida? You, you grew well, up, you grew up in the old school ways, kind of like me, you know, about that real quick for starters it you know i understand you know some of these older retired players are going having brain issues and you know some of them actually dying because of it and you gotta understand the technology of the helmet and anything else for that matter was not even i mean scott you remember the old helmets there was three pads inside of it yeah there there was a pad right here in the front there was one back here one back here and that's it. <laughs> I don't see. I think the helmet to helmet thing. I think they. I think the line needs to be drawn because if if two guys smack each other during a play with their helmets, just because there's 22 guys in a big pile, you know what? I I could do without that. The, the launching, hey. you launch at somebody with your helmet. That's that should be 15 yards and automatic ejection. But I, you know, I see these helmet to helmet calls where these guys just bump into each other and the defense gives up 15 yards on a penalty on a two yard loss because his helmet accidentally touched the other guys. I mean, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of having a penalty for targeting, but they're using the targeting penalty. And this is what you just said, but I'm going to kind of say it in a little bit more layman terms so that the normal person can understand. If you're going in for a tackle and the back of your helmet accidentally hits the front of another guy's helmet, you get a penalty. That's bullshit. I totally agree. The helmet is there to protect you from accidental stuff. Now, if you target, if you are 10 yards away from this guy and you put your head down and you go steam, steam head first into his helmet, then yeah, you should be getting a penalty. You know, but let the helmet do what the helmet's there for. It's there to protect you from small hits, from accidental hits. How about you, Dr. Dog? Yeah, I, you know what? I agree pretty much with what everything uh, Oshi might've was saying and a little bit with what Ryan was saying. Um, I mean, honestly, I can't, everything I'm going to say is going to be repeated, but I'm going to say in my own words, uh, the reason this all this whole helmet to helmet issue and trying to find sorry trying to find you were stuttering a little sorry what's helping you along the reason why people are trying to find different ways to tackle 
on the football field. Let's be real. Cam Newton started that. Cam Newton. They were trying to find a way to get Cam Newton on the ground. So they said, hey, let's try it with our helmets. They're still not learning. They're still not learning. And guess what? The first couple years that was happening, they didn't throw the flag. They didn't throw that flag. So, yeah, I agree pretty much with what everything you guys are saying. On that note, <laughs> I, I said the minute that it went to Cam Newton, it, that was it. We're done. We're done. We're done. No, I'm telling you. Ready, Freddy. And we're back. So, for most of you, uh, you already know this. I'm old. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. That's right. 50. To you. That's Happy right. birthday, dear Scott. Happy birthday to you. I have been roaming this earth for 53 years. Anybody that goes to my Facebook page can see that I've lived with 53 years of disappointment with Cleveland sports. Mm. That's about to change. Mm. Now, in my time of being a sports fan, I have been critical of many sports teams. Why? Because I've seen my sports teams be good before this is a fact that the younger crowd doesn't seem to get they don't seem to remember or or think that i would remember things like brian sipe doing a drive all the way down for don cockroft to finish off to almost put us into the playoffs that's right. I, I say almost because if you go back through the 53 years that I've been alive, my Browns have never made it to the playoffs or I mean, never made it to the Super Bowl. They've made it to the playoffs several times. Several. I've seen quarterbacks like Brian Sipe, who played four years in a row without an injury. 16 games, four years in a row. On that field. Bernie Which one? Tozar. What field? Well, that would have been Memorial Stadium. Municipal exactly. Stadium. M- Municipal Stadium. Sorry. Exactly. A- any to a millennial, anything before the year 2000 is irrelevant. I saw it's not. It's, it's not saw, true. It is I true. saw Brian Sipe. Or I mean, Bernie Kozar. Go two and a half years without missing a game. Now I I bring up the not missing the game thing because somebody else brought up a stat the other day that, that, that Baker Mayfield was the first quarterback to complete a season. Since returning from 99. Yes. And he's done it twice going on. This will be his third season. Not to mention the year that he came in against the jets took and, and this kind of made me start to think, why is it that certain younger people 
don't seem to want to look at the past. They, they just I, don't. I, I, I ask you the same damn thing. So my, my point is this. You are, are harping on us for never wanting to acknowledge the past. We acknowledge the past. We acknowledge it. I acknowledge that the last time the Browns was good was 30 years ago. I acknowledge that. What I don't understand from you guys is you have seen the Browns fail and suffer and be miserable and be the worst team in the National Football League for some time now. And then they left and then they came back and still the same thing. They're the worst team in the National Football League over the last 20 years. So we finally get a guy that comes in and does something that hasn't been done since you guys were our age. And you guys want to hate on it? Why? Why are we hating on these guys? Before I get to you, Dr. Dog, Bob, do you and I hate? No. The fact of the matter is, is that even when I was younger, watching Brian Sipe and, and, and Bernie Kozar and all those teams, I still acknowledged the Jim Brown and Otto Graham years. I didn't just say, oh, they, they just didn't happen. Just let's, I, After that, they were so bad that it, it just it doesn't matter. Why is it that millennials just don't care about the history because, of a team? Well, number one, here, here's the other thing is, is the, the last response you'll always get is, it's always going to be, you know, the game was so different back then. And oh these players goodness. are so much better now. They yeah. are. So let's, we don't have to acknowledge guys. Well, if they're like so much Jim better Brown, now, why, why is it that such... if they're so much better now, why is it that Brian Sipe had better, had a better record than three quarters of the quarterbacks that are out there now? Because they're not just better in Cleveland, Scott. They're better all over America. They're better all over the National Football League. And as time evolves, these other teams are getting better. And the players are going to play in these types of cities. It's not that we forget about the history of the Cleveland Browns as millennials. We use it to our advantage to talk about the newcomers, okay? You guys have a problem with Baker Mayfield. Why? He's literally doing the same thing that Sype and Kozar did. He's doing the same exact thing. You no. have seen suck. What do you what do you need to see in order to be okay with it? Because I saw Brandon Whedon and Colt McCoy and Seneca Wallace and Charlie Fry and Derek Anderson and Brian Hoyer for so damn long. And now I understand that the Browns ha- were not good before that until you get to Brian Sype, until you get to Bernie Kozar, until you get to Jim Brown. That's my point. That's my argument. So we go every single year. We, oh, new GM. Oh, yeah. We need a new coach now. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to the draft, get a new quarterback that we're not going to draft in the, within the first 16 picks. Never, ever done until we did it with Baker Mayfield. And so you go back until 99 when we drafted uh, Tim Couch. So, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go ahead and change the quarterback up again. Why not? Yeah. And then what's what are we going to do? We're, we get in this cycle of 
were just looking for, for Sype and Kozar this whole time. Well, guess what? We've got the closest thing to them. And you guys want to run them out of town. Nobody's. This is what I love about this is what I love about millennials. It's, it, it's like, oh my gosh, you're, you're, you're criticizing a person. Well, here's, here's the facts. We haven't had two consistent years with this quarterback yet. You want me to back the Brinks truck up with a quarterback that I have not seen two consistent years out of. Now, is that his fault? No, it's not his fault. I've said that from the beginning. That's Brown's management fault. Not since his. Sipe, since Sype. Since Sype. Have you Sipe. seen have you since Sype? Have you seen any quarterback complete one full season? Have you seen a quarterback go to since the playoffs and win Bernie one game? Okay, I'm okay. I got it mixed up. Since Kozar, have you seen anybody other than Baker Mayfield do this one year? Have you seen since Kozar? Have you seen anybody win a playoff game in Heinz Field, to be exact? Have you seen anybody take the Super Bowl defending champs down to their final drive of the game? Have you? And you uh, just made, you just made my point for me. Oh, that's all I got to go. see. Out of him. That's all I got to see out of him. I got to see him in two minutes or less even if they just need a field goal to go down and beat Kansas city, beat Baltimore, beat Tennessee. I know they've beaten those teams, but I, I got to see it, it when it matters. Okay. So we, say, so hold say on, hold on, doesn't. hold on, hold on. We've left Dr. Dog out of this whole conversation. I want to get your viewpoint. <coughs> do, um, do you think that if, if myself or your father criticized someone on the Browns now, that makes us haters. I mean, I didn't think you guys criticized Baker at all. Uh, the only thing you guys said about him was you didn't want to pay him yet. But uh, okay, um, why why I, is why is it that we don't want to pay him? Is it because he sucks? No, it's it's because you want to go back into the draft for another twenty years. No, that's that's not true. Oh my God, dude. What I think plan? they don't. I think they don't want to pay him yet, is because they don't. They they is honestly relying on this season. They don't want the Browns to go six and eleven this season. They don't want the Browns to go seven and ten. They 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 want the Browns to do the same thing they did last year with uh to 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 make the playoffs or or even have a have the best shot to make the playoffs. And and uh they they just they they need two years to see that. Uh you. And I totally agree. I, I think I'm. I think I might agree more with Burley than than these two uh, guys over here. Uh, I think Baker's done enough. I think. I mean, in my life, I'm not taking no credit away from what Browns football was because it was uh, great. So I so I've heard and so I've watched. But like, I have no. I have no take on that. I can't really tell you how I feel about that. So yeah, Browns back then was great. But what I know is the Browns my whole life have sucked and their quarterback has not been it. So finally we get the guy to complete a full season, not to mention beat the Steelers twice to get into the playoffs and to uh, kick the Steelers out of the playoffs. I think that enough alone is worthy enough to keep the captain uh, here to keep the team running. It's not I, just I, that you're missing the most important thing. What was the 
what was the biggest issue for the Browns from 99 until Baker Mayfield was drafted? What was the biggest issue, the biggest talk on any Browns show, Browns radio around Cleveland? What was the talk every year during the season, off season, draft day, uh, training camp, preseason, week one? What was the main issue? What was the main topic? The quarterback. The quarterback. So we finally solved the issue. We no the longer we no longer have that quarterback problem. Fine. It's only been a year. You're 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 not giving him credit for the year he came in as a rookie and won over the team, won over the city, and won over everybody in that locker room. You take into consideration the next year when arguably the worst head coach in NFL history was coaching him. And then you see what he did with Stefanski. He's coming back strong already this season, being very, very productive. Only has one touchdown. Doesn't need to have any more than that. You're taking everything away. But not only that. It's not like the Browns are the Jags or the Texans. The Browns are the Browns. The Browns have a good team. The Browns have weapons. The Browns have a defense. The Browns have an O-line. The Browns have a defensive pass rush. So if Baker Mayfield isn't the best quarterback in the National Football League, so be it. He is the best quarterback that we've seen since 99. And if you want to redraft a new quarterback next year, good luck. Because what are you going to do with Mm -hmm. that new quarterback here in two to three years when he finally finds himself and now it's time to repay everybody when we're going to have to lose everybody? This Uh, is the window. This is the window. I got to get in here. Number one, now I know why your brother calls you brick wall because you just don't listen to nobody. I never that's not, said that's not that's not the whole reason. I'm not saying <laughs> what am I not listening I, about? I, did I ever say don't pay Baker Mayfield? When did I ever say don't pay Baker Mayfield? Whoa, wait, oh, whoa, okay, then, whoa! You, I, you said not to pay him. I'm not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. 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 Give me a freaking second. Hold on. Jake just said the whole point right with what he said. Jake said, you said (laughs) not to pay him. And then he added in the words that you needed to hear, people. That was this year. Bob and I have talked about why we don't pay him this year. A number one. Let's get the consistency in. And he's starting to show that. A number two, this is the first year back from a pandemic. The salary cap is down so freaking low right now. Why would you sign someone that you know that you're going to have to spend $44 million on right now, forcing you to cut somebody good from your team? Exactly. Could have got them before the season started at a discounted price as opposed to what they're going to have to pay next offseason. Why would he take that? I wouldn't take that. He wouldn't. We're not talking about it. He's not going to. You could have gone up to him at the beginning okay, of the then season, we're talking before about the season the and offered him $30 million, and he's going to look at you and say, you're a joke. 
We have because never I'm going to the Super Bowl seen, this year. There's never been a report stating that Baker Mayfield turned down the contract. So we can't talk about that. All we can go off of is Baker Mayfield is not paid. So all I can assume is Baker Mayfield was not offered a contract yet. That's what I'm going to go out and say. Again, I want to get back to my point. I never said don't pay him. I never said don't pay him this year. I just said I'm not giving him $40 million this year. You know why? Because the second you give Baker Mayfield $40 million, all those fancy little toys you got around him start to go away because you can't afford them anymore. You'll have Nick Chubb, but you won't have Kareem Hunt because you won't be able to pay him. You won't have Jarvis Landry because you won't be able to pay him. Dr. Dog has had his hand up now for for five minutes. Go ahead, Dr. Dog. Man, my arm is getting tired. Thanks, Scoot. Um, Again, two two more things to say, just like last time. Um, Well, actually, one's a question, and one is the one thing I have to say, so I'm going to get on with it. Um, How – I I truly personally don't know myself. Uh, Sype and Kozar, how old were they when they played for the Browns? Young. Uh, Sype was young. in his 20s, and Bernie Kozar came straight out of college. Okay, so young. So kind of sa- same as Baker. Okay. Yeah. From though, from the same time Baker has played him himself, who would you? how would you rank those three quarterbacks skill-wise? Sype? Kozar Baker, Baker May or Bernie Kozar went to three AFC Championship games in four years, starting in his second year. Skill, yeah, I'm 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 asking you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if skill and Bernie Kozar should be in the same sentence. Together. I, I, okay, uh, skill wise, I would probably say that Brian Sype <laughs> was the best out of the three. Uh, and, and this is. If you look at his stats, his completion rate is better than Bernie's was. Bernie could not run for the life of him. He looked like a giraffe. Uh, I would put Baker second and then Bernie third. Because I I do think that Baker is better than Bernie. Uh, But the thing about Bernie was that Bernie had a personality and he changed the way that people looked at the Cleveland Browns. He changed the way that people looked at Cleveland. Uh, he was, he wanted to be here, which is kind of weird for anyone. Uh, Baker wants to be here. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I was talking about, I, just because I say that one person wants to be somewhere, I'm not sitting there saying that, other people don't want to be there. No, I'm not I, saying that. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm Baker saying that wants they, to be here. You you have to remember that in the 80s the turmoil that was happening in Cleveland was was real. Through the 70s, we went through we were going through desegregation in the late 70s when Bernie Kosar got here, there were still freaking feuds and fights in the streets of East Cleveland over people being bussed from one side of the city to the other to go to school. So Bernie Kosar really brought the city back together again. That's what made him important. I'm not saying that, that Baker's not, he hasn't done that yet. I'm not saying that he's not going to, I'm not saying that he, 
doesn't want to be here. I don't know. I've never heard him sit down and say, this is the only place I want to be the rest of my life. If that were the case, I wouldn't have a house on Lake Travis right now. I mean, you can't, I mean. If, it's kind of like Jim Tomey. When Jim Tomey lived in Cleveland, guess what? He lived in Cleveland. He stayed there all year round. He loved that city. Jim Tomey was one of the, he was my idol as far as sports stars go because he cared about that city. He cared about what happened there. Dr. Dog, you got your hand up again. Yeah. Did um, I, did I say oh. something that, that smacked you in the face? No, no. Um, again, I want, I want, but I'm getting your opinion. I want both um, Burley and Oshimaida's opinion, but after you guys give your opinion and rank uh, skill based skill based, I have another question after you guys answer, uh, uh, who, how, how would you, how would you rank those three QBs off of skill? So go ahead, please, uh, answer those for me. I kind I was kind of getting stats. Uh, and after he gives it to me, I want you guys to give it to me as well. Cause I have another question right after. Oshimaida. Well, I mean, Baker and, and, and Brian's site, I don't want to say they're similar. They're very similar in size. I mean, their skill set is kind of similar. It's easy for me to go, oh, well, I watched Brian Seth for seven years, so, you know, I know he did it for seven years. Bernie's definitely the least skilled of the three, but he's the only, he's the only one who went to the AFC title game three out of four years. Burley? No comment. All right, so that takes it back to me. Um, I got your guys' answer, and now with this next question, if I sound ridiculous, I want you to interrupt me, but if I don't, I will complete my sentence. That being said... You sound ridiculous. Who's going to interrupt first? It sounds like, it sounds like to me, Sype was, 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 was a lot, was a lot heavy on the skill, right? And it sounds like Kozar was more heavy on the moment, bringing everything together, just being the captain and not necessarily doing uh, the whole job. Am I correct? You know, is that what he did, Kozart? I, I think that's a fair assessment. Okay, okay. So that being said, will it ever be possible Baker Mayfield after this year will be both Sype and Kozar? Totally possible. Because I think it will be. It's totally possible. Like I said, this year is his pivotal year. This year is going to make the determination on whether the Cleveland Browns offer him $30 million or $44 million. And God, honestly, I could care less if the Cleveland Browns spent $44 million on him. If he lives up to what he he's, he's already doing it. I mean, He's already got a good season going under his, his belt. Let's see what happens with the rest of the season. What does he need to do for you? He's already doing this season. It. What does he have to do this he, season? He's already doing it. He's doing what he needs to do. He's playing consistently. He's not having the interceptions. He's being smart behind the ball. 
which is the a number one thing for a quarterback to do. He's got to be smart behind the ball. He's got to be able to look at the entire field, figure out where the ball needs to go for the most receptions. <clears throat> you know, the, the, the biggest thing over this past weekend that, that jerked my chain was watching half of these quarterbacks throwing under every freaking throw because they're not good enough to throw downfield. Baker can throw downfield. Oshimaida, will Baker be Kozar and uh, oh shoot, what's his name? I Brian, yeah, yeah, Sight, number Baker, seventeen. Baker at least needs to 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 win a playoff game or two. And and another thing I want to keep an eye on: what was everybody at the end of last season? What was the one stat everybody kept talking about Baker? His touchdowns to interceptions. He had eight interceptions total last year. Eight. He's already got two. Oh. Just keep an eye on it. Oh. Oh. Ooh, Dr. And Dog. I, I know, and I know the one he tried to throw out of bounds, and I know that Schwartz stopped his route, but ultimately you, you can't you cannot give the ball away. You're for you're forgetting the fact that the majority of Baker Mayfield's interceptions last year. We're also in the beginning weeks. Oh, I understand. So it seems like maybe a trend. Not saying it's a good trend, but we'll see. Give him some time. He went. Week, week, how many? How many games in a row did he go not throwing interception I'm a, last year? Ever since Odell, he threw one interception after Odell went out last year. I understand. One. That. I'm just saying, keep an eye on it because that interception could come at the worst possible time. Hey, does that does that come down to consistency? I mean, it did come at it did come at the worst time in the Chiefs game. You're right, it did. But I, I'm just stating a fact that last year, after Odell went out, and I'm not saying this has anything to do with Odell. This was just the time frame. After Odell went out, he had one interception, and it was a tipped ball. So, okay, let me ask one question, and then and, and then that's all I'm going to ask. One question. You have the ball. There's two minutes left to go in the game. You got to drive down the field and score. How many quarterbacks would you take over Baker Mayfield right now to do that? Cam Newton. Jesus, God. Lord have mercy. Can we ever have a show that does not include that man? No. I mean, would you take Tom Brady over him? Would you take Pat Mahomes over him? Yes, I would take Tom Brady. Would you take Lamar Jackson over him? No. Just in this one scenario. No. Get two minutes to go down oh, and win a playoff. No. Okay. Okay. Hang on. So, so, so who did you ask first? Tom Brady. Tom Brady, I would take over. Would you take Patrick Mahomes? Mm. Oh, don't. I, I would, would take Mahomes and Brady. Would you take Dak over over would Baker Mayfield? Prescott? I, would, I would take I would take Patrick Mahomes. Would you take Dak Prescott? I would take uh, Baker. I would take Dak Prescott. Would you take Josh Allen? I would take Baker. I would take Josh Allen. This is at that point. It isn't that, that Baker. That's that's my only thing with Baker. That's it. Now after this year. 
after now come on you guys have to admit Dak Prescott comes back from from having his freaking ligaments put back together and he's he's looked really stout the past two weeks the Cowboys suck okay put put Dak Prescott behind our offensive line would Dak, Dak Prescott, Prescott Dak Prescott, as long as he has a star on his helmet, will suck. Okay. No, I'm, was, uh, I'm... He will have 500 passing yards, and he'll throw five touchdowns a game, but it doesn't matter because the Cowboys will lose 52 to 48. Dr. Dog, your hand's up again. Yeah, it's been up for a long time. It's been up since I heard Mr. Oshi Mida say something that I really wish I didn't hear. Um, yeah, I'm gonna warn. I'm gonna warn all the listeners that are listening. You know, live here, the Cleveland sports fan, uh, one of the greatest shows uh, I, I I know of. But I just want to give the, the the listeners a brief warning that it's gonna get a little loud. Oshi Mida. Brady, can you be? Literally said, you're going to win two or three more playoff games. What do you mean? We haven't sniffed the playoffs in 20 years. Okay, when you have to make steps every well, year. That, it, it, that's actually not true. We did make the playoffs. I once. know that's not true. There's been a year or two, but I don't understand the past five years. We've won like a total of 10 games. If that, how are you going to tell our quarterback? You're not satisfied because you want two or three more playoff wins. Or did I miss the playoff game was 18 years ago, not 20. <laughs> okay. So since we have some people in here that like to be critical over everything. I want Oshimaita's answer, and that's it. I, I, okay, you progress. If you're a franchise quarterback, you progress every year. Look at Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. That's why he got paid. He won a play for the playoffs, and he won a playoff game, and he won another playoff game. And then he was in the AFC Championship game. Baker can't just go to the playoffs, win one game, and then lose to Kansas City again. That's fine. I'm not disagreeing what you're saying. This is coming off of the, the paid, him being paid, I'm guessing. This is what you're talking about, of, of winning a playoff game. Well, I, I think that – I think you're right about that. I'm not I, – I hate, I hate saying it, but I think you're right. What I think you're wrong about is even if the Browns have a good season and miss the playoffs, I think you still pay Baker Mayfield. Oh, I yeah. think you – I – yes. 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 Let yes. me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Oshimaida. Say the Browns go to the playoffs, they win, and then they lose to the Chiefs. And you want to get rid of them. I didn't say where, the, where, where, where are we going? Where are we going? Get back to the draft? You're gonna you draft, are, you're gonna put a rookie quarterback again. with this superstar <laughs> roster we have? I can't even talk to you because you I'm don't not, listen to anybody. You did just ever, said Baker Mayfield cannot go back to the playoffs, win one game, and then lose to Kansas City. I'm asking you, if he does, what's the Browns' next move? Then you pay him $40 million. I never said what? You just said he can't do that. No. Okay, then 
I got it. I, I misunderstood what you said. Let him talk. If I'm giving that man $40 million, he better do, he better win one more than one playoff game. I'm sorry. And, and, and get rid of him. That's like that 19th time you have fucking said that to me today. And I've never said get rid of him. Never. But if we're not going to pay him, what are we going to do with him? You can, pay wins, him. you can pay him, but you're not going to pay him $40 million. But what if he doesn't accept? What if he thinks taking Cleveland back-to-back playoffs and winning the first round and losing the second is good enough for $35, $40 million, which I think it is. Okay. Uh, 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 all right. So there is the difference between people that have seen – Playoff-worthy <laughs> quarterbacks before in their town. What a jeez, man! I, we, we're sitting with some ungrateful Browns fans right now. So, uh, some Browns fans, some Browns fans who act like we're, we're who act like we're, we're New England Patriots fans over here. Who we just walk to the playoffs every year? Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. We'll just waltz all into the AFC Championship game every year, and then we'll play at the Super Bowl and win six of them. Yeah, yeah. That's what you guys act like. You you guys know, act like we, we go to the playoffs. We do all this and that. We don't. Do you know why the New England Patriots are as good as the New England Patriots are? Because they work at it. They work at it over and over and over again, Bill Belichick is like a drill sergeant. Now, and with- what they don't do, what they don't do is they find a new quarterback every year. Uh, that- I'm, I'm done speaking because this guy does not know what the hell he's talking about. That's, I'm uh- trying to understand something. Well, no, you're not trying to understand because I you, am. you don't because listen he, to he's us. He's saying... That Baker Mayfield has to beat Patrick Mahomes. He can't just win one round in the playoffs. Let me ask you a question. How many times did the Cowboys franchise back Prescott? Two years in a row. Two years in a row. You know why? Because it benefited the team and the organization, not just the one player. And just I need because your fran- just because you're franchised doesn't mean that you're not getting paid. No, you, you're gonna, he's going to get paid a lot more if he gets franchised the, than he would take twenty million dollars. The facts are the facts, and and everyone keeps keeps like saying that we're haters because of good business sense. You both are acting like if Baker Mayfield doesn't get back to he doesn't go to the Super Bowl and beat. Patrick Mahomes in the AFC championship game that he's not worth the money. As long as you can say that I'm wrong on that, I can drop this. Well, we we can say that you're wrong about that because if you go back just about five minutes ago, Bob said, whether he beats Patrick Mahomes or not, you're, you're keeping Baker Mayfield. I didn't say, okay. Keeping Baker Mayfield is... He said you can't win one playoff game and lose to Patrick Mahomes. So I'm asking now for like the sixth time to both of you, if the Browns win a playoff game and lose to Patrick Mahomes and you don't pay Baker Mayfield, what are you doing next? Why are you not paying Baker Mayfield? 
All right, let, let, let me answer this for the six. I'm, I'm asking you that. He said if you you cannot win one playoff game and then lose to Patrick Mahomes, you can't keep losing to Patrick Mahomes. So if he loses to Patrick Mahomes again in the playoffs this year, what are you going to do? Depends on when he loses to him. Dude, if he gets to the playoffs, you pay him. Okay. What what are you – do you I, I realize by going back to the drawing board and, and drafting a new quarterback is going to <laughs> reset everything and you're going to lose all the, the momentum that you've gained in the last three years with the team that you've built? My train of thought's gone because my head hurts so bad for you screaming for two hours and not listening to people. I I, I think the the biggest point, like like the point for me – it's the same point that I made six months ago, the same point that I made a year ago. It is consistency in football. It is improving your position every year. Now, it was very easy for Baker Mayfield to improve over the Freddie Kitchens year because he sucked ass. 21 interceptions suck ass. We're into his second year, basically. That is what I have said from the beginning. I will keep saying it. He is either going to make his $30 million after this year, a year, or he's going to make his $40,000, $40 million a year. It all depends on what he does this year. We, the minute that we went into this season without paying him, puts him in the position of if we franchise him, he's going to make $30 million. What is best for the team? How do we manage this? How do we keep the talent that we have? We only have $14 million on the books this, right now left. This isn't the same conversation. My question was Oshimaida said you cannot pay him if he wins one playoff game and loses to Patrick Mahomes. I didn't say you couldn't pay him. I said you can't pay him $40 million. Okay, then that's all Big I've difference. been wanting to know for the last 10 minutes, and you and haven't I've said been that. And I've saying it for the last 10 minutes. You haven't said that. You've been saying no. that I'm not listening. You are listening because I've said it at least 10 times in the last five minutes. <laughs> if you don't win multiple playoff games or, or go to the AFC championship game or you know just play totally out of your mind <clears throat> no I'm not giving you 40 million I'm gonna give you what what your what your market value is but I'm not giving you 40 million that's the first time you've said that it's the first time you've heard me no that's the first time you <laughs> said that okay Dr. Dog's hand up like, uh, I've asked you six again. times now to answer that question to answer your comment because I had a feeling that you did, you mixed up your words, and I was right the whole time. But you were arguing the fact uh, that I was just not listening. Okay, Doctor Dog, what's up? Talk to me. I love this segment. This is a great segment, Scoop. But I I have to go off topic real quick. Is that sun? Does that sun go down over there in that window? It's been like the same light, and we've been here for about two hours now. Jeez, I'm about to mute him now too. What? What did I do? I'm sitting here raising my hand like a good, like a, like a good noodle. All right. So, so can we all agree that we agree to disagree on 
I, I mean, we, we totally went off topic. The whole point in this thing was to discuss how millennials see life differently than old people. And we, I, I think, think we clearly see it. I think, I think we, we clearly answered it see perfectly. It. You guys are trying to strike gold in the bottom of the fucking soil. And all I want is a quarterback that can play a full fucking season. He's that fine. we personally have never had. Not He's saying fine. it's never happened, but we personally never had it. He's my basically, basically what you guys are saying is you don't have any expectations. But maybe Jesus. what we're saying oh is we're Lord. jealous we oh. didn't have Gozar. <laughs> what are your expectations? My expectations is to minimal win two playoff games. Okay, yeah, right, 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 right. So let's get rid of Baker Mayfield and go back to the draft and we'll try <laughs> to right. find that guy. I'm officially done. Well, that's I mean, what you want to do. That's a, that's what you're saying. Done. You got a guy. You, you are, got a guy that won you your one so, playoff game. You are so ignorant. It's not even funny. <laughs> you know, as much as much as I hate to stick my nose where it don't belong, um, I think Burley's been. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything, but the most I think, consistent of the. Table I, th- I think. Today. I think this whole conversation is just not for me. But all I do want to say is, well, I, I wouldn't said, say the most consistent, my friend. I, I think I've been very consistent in what I've said for the past two years. You, you, you told me one time Baker Mayfield had to get back. You had to get to the Super Bowl for you to pay him. That, that was something that I said six months ago. Now remember. Okay, that. so but you're not being consistent. No, I've they, said the same thing about Baker Mayfield since life, he won a playoff game. Life is fluid. If you didn't know that things change, I understand that what is around Baker Mayfield right now is not what was around him six months ago or three months ago. Things become, things are fluid. They change. It's it's like we, we did these, we did the picks at the beginning of the season before the season started how many of those picks would you like to change right now after seeing the first two weeks of the, the football season? I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying you're not obligated to change your opinion. The, that's, the, not, that's not what I'm saying. The what I am thing, saying is Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback that we've seen since the two guys that you keep bringing up, and you guys are trying to find an excuse that he hasn't shown you enough. It's just we're I, I, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. He hasn't shown two two seasons consistently yet. Neither has anybody in the last thirty years. Josh so. Allen did. And he doesn't play for the Browns. Uh, okay. For the Browns. Okay. Who? So if you want to go back to the draft next year and try to find yourself a Josh Allen, good luck. Because we did it for twenty years and we had no luck. It's. Until we had the number one pick in the draft, and then we finally drafted the right guy. But again, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. I love you guys. I hate the way that you guys think about the Browns, but I love you guys. Dr. Dog? I learned something living in the past, man. I learned something today. What'd you learn? Yeah, obviously he didn't learn it today. And, and that's, that's all I got. How we end? Are we done? Uh, wait, no. 
my sister has called me nine times in the last five minutes. I want that. Uh, I want that on every outro. Thank you for tuning in. Dude, you got no fucking muscles. I, who the f- who said I give a f- who? What? All right, I'm seriously. If we're done, I got to call her back. I got to make sure she's not wrong with my mom. All right, go trade Baker Mayfield, you hater. You know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck in the draft. Good luck in the draft, buddy. Have fun at the combine. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.